Good morning! Oh, you will not believe this. This is my favorite week of the year. It's Christmas time. Oh, man, I can't wait. You know, all this year, folks, I have been under tremendous pressure to be good. And just a couple of weeks ago, you know, my wife, Mrs. Williams, whew, I thought I had really messed up. But I did check with Santa, saw him a little earlier this week, you know, when we were at the mall. And he said everything was still copacetic, which is really a language for me that says Jimmy's hanging on by a thread. But hey, thank you for joining me today. This is Live a Life by Design. I'm Jimmy Williams, your host with the most. And today we are going to have a fantastic episode that will hopefully enlighten your Christmas and enhance how you feel about this wonderful, wonderful holiday You know, we have nothing as a goal on this episode but to make your life bigger, better, and bolder on Christmas Day. We want you to feel like you've got nothing but the world beneath your feet and you are in command of how your future will appear. The one thing we always bring to mind, and thank you so much, is listening to this podcast and sharing it with your friends. Send them a link from iTunes or even go to our website at www.livealifeby.design/podcast and share some of the good news with those around you that you care about. Hey, it's Christmas. What better gift to give them than positivity and powerful messages year-round? So I am really excited to tell you a story today from my early childhood. I was in the third grade And it was that time of year when all the students would choose a name from a hat and you'd go buy one of your fellow students a gift for Christmas. And of course, now, don't laugh, folks, but this was about 1973. So this has been a while ago. (laughs) And uh, I'll never forget this, though. My parents came that day, as most parents do on Christmas shows. You have programs and you talk about good things about Christmas. Well, there was time to give the gifts away, and uh, the person that had drawn my name gave me the gift, and I was so glad to get that gift. But then something happened that didn't go as planned. Another little boy in our third grade class that was one of my dearest friends that didn't draw my name actually bought me a gift as opposed to the person he was supposed to buy a gift. As I sat there for a moment, my father, sitting behind me, tapped me on the shoulder and he said, Hey, just a minute. Someone didn't get a gift if you got two. Of course, I was in the third grade and I thought, well, that makes some sense. But hey, I got two gifts, you know, right? And uh, my father, I'll never forget, he said, I'll be back in just a few minutes. Do not open those gifts. And I thought, what is he asking me to do? This is the utmost of willpower, people. It's Christmas, third grader, two gifts. You know, all I want to do is rip paper off this stuff. Well, anyway, my father's gone for a little while. We were having some cookies and some some punch and some things in the third grade that you'd have as a party. And my dad comes back in with this really nice big bag. And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking to myself, this tells you about a third grader. What could my dad have gotten me for Christmas at school? Wow. And my dad took the bag over to the little boy that was a friend of mine that didn't receive a gift that day. When my dad handed the young boy the gift, I could see the smile on his face. And folks, this gift was worth far more in 1973 than any gift any of us other children received that day. 
And it touched my heart so much, even in the third grade. And then my dad asked me, wouldn't it be nice to give that little boy the second gift you received? Because you only get one. And so I went over and handed my friend, his name was Yule, and I handed Yule that gift. And I got to tell you, it made me feel very, very good inside. My dad taught me a valuable lesson that day. It is far better to give than it is to receive. And today, I'll tell you, you are in for another treat. I don't know how I did it. I had to work really hard between all of her agents and her assistants, but I have back with me today the best co-host with the most, Lori. Oh, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I just, I'm so stressed out. I've already had two cups of coffee this morning. I still have 10 gifts to wrap, two pies to make, and no, there's no telling how what else is still on my list that I don't even recall. I just, I'm I'm so excited to be here, but Christmas just has me so stressed out. Now listen, Lori, Lori, this is Live a Life by Design. You didn't design your life to live like that. Hey, this is just the typical hustle and bustle that everyone else lives, but not us. We're live a life by design. <sighs> you have a point. I need to really take a minute and focus and just think about, well, I'll tell you what Christmas makes me think about. It makes me think about a story from my childhood. And everybody has those Christmas traditions that they're well aware of. Somebody gets a... I guess a secret Santa gift or there's some type of gift exchange. But I can remember, and I, and honestly, we still do it until hopefully again this Christmas. But it started probably in about 1992. And it was a Christmas box. And on the box were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, man, that's big. It was big. And so that box contained a gift and it was a scarf and I absolutely loved it and didn't think anything else about the box until the next Christmas my brother got the box and the subsequent Christmas my dad got the box and so every year we started this tradition of who was going to get the gift wrapped in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle paper box so fast forward all these years I'm now married I have my own son and when he was four he got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle box for Christmas that year. I don't recall the gift and it doesn't matter because my brother and I were just super upset that we did not get the box. But we had to realize that at some point we were adults. And so I'm hoping this Christmas that the box, now the box is very tattered and torn, but the box holds so many memories of a tradition that we absolutely love that was started just by happenstance. And so I'm really hoping that we get the box again this year and that it continues to make it. I don't know what we're going to do when it falls apart. Literally, it's it's going, it's been taped, stapled, tied, but that box just keeps on giving. Hey, and that's what Christmas is all about, folks. Not the hustle and bustle and the shopping and the food and the wrapping of gifts. It's the time of remembering what makes life special. And those days sometimes are hard to recall because we're so busy, Lori, but we have to find that quiet time, particularly this time of year, to really reflect on what's really the true meaning of Christmas. And and thinking of that, Lori, it comes to mind at this point. I like three areas today of life that we really need to reflect on this time of year. There's, There's family, there's friends, and particularly our fellow man. You see, family is especially important to me at Christmas time. Now, my kids are the world to me, Lori, but I got to tell you, at Christmas, it's even more special. 
Now, they've aged some since the little girls that come running into the living room with the tree all lit up and gifts under the tree. And Santa leaving that one special gift over there that didn't get wrapped, you know, had a bow on it. And they'd wake us up, you know, at, say, 5 o'clock on Christmas Day, that kind of stuff. They don't do that now. I wake them up really early, like about noon, and uh, they go in and open. (laughs) I'm I'm at that stage in my life where I am the 5 o'clock parent. I'm the jumping up and down on the bed. Is it time yet? Get up. Yeah, we're we're there. You know, it's one of those things, too, even my extended family. So, uh, you know, it's fun to go see my siblings and and my nieces and nephews and great-nieces now and great-nephews and... We've just become so busy, it's hard to see one another during the year that Christmas becomes that time, that focal point where we have common sense to say, hey, this is what it's all about. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And it it makes me it makes me think about not only family, but it makes me think about what what we refer to as family. I love that. So they're they're a combination of your friends and your family. And, you know, you don't necessarily get to choose your family, but you do get to choose your friends. And those people are especially important to my life because, um, I mean, we're a small family. um, But those are the people that they love you in spite of your quirks and your, um, you know, mood swings and attitudes. And they're the people that love you through the thick and the thin and the good and the bad. And they're there to pick you up and dust you off and say, you know, Let's let's keep moving forward. And so those people this time of year are extremely important in my life. And it's always a great thing to show them how much you love them and appreciate them. And it doesn't necessarily come in the form of a gift. And we've talked about this before um, in previous podcasts, but it's the gift of time. And so giving people your undivided attention and, and sharing a moment with them and making that impactful. And that's what my friends do for me. It may be a cup of coffee. It may be um, a stress relief drive to Sonic for ice cream. Um, we do that. Uh, or it may just be a text, you know, later on in the day that says, hey, you know, I, I love you and I'm thinking about you. And what can I do to help you? So we can't forget family. Absolutely. You know, what a shame it would be. If the only family interaction we ever had came at sad events, you know, such as uh, obviously a terminal illness, someone was diagnosed or or heaven forbid, a funeral, even if that's the only time we're getting together as family, then I think we're missing the whole point of what Christmas really means. You know, family is one invaluable asset in our lives that can't be replaced with money. You know, I can't buy time, Lori, but I'll tell you, that is one of the greatest values in our life is the time we can control. So on this podcast, you've heard us mention many, many times that life is far more than money. Absolutely. Uh, I think that you can't possibly put a value on time. Uh, If you were to equate that to a dollar amount, I don't know what it would be, but that's the one thing I think at the end of the day that we all say we wish we had more of. Um, more time to enjoy our kids when they're little, more time to enjoy our family, more time to spend with our spouse or or our friends, or more time just to make acquaintances with other people that you think you see them in passing or, or you know them as an acquaintance, but you think, oh, I just wish I had a few more minutes to get to know someone. And so time absolutely is is the most precious, precious gift. So of these first three, my opinion is family is one of the most valuable of assets in your life, especially at Christmas time. You know, one of the best things also that helps make our life really that spice that we love, especially on Live a Life by Design, those people are called my dearest friends. And you know, friends to me are those people that 
I th- they, they accept you kind of like family, just with all the scars and all the hiccups that you have in life. They still come to your aid. They're still there for you during those rough times of life. But man, they are really for you when it's the good times. And you know what's a good time? Christmas, Lori. Yes, Christmas is the best time to hang out with your friends. Um, we have started so many traditions by accident during the holidays. Um, one of the things that we started several years ago with, with my dearest friend, Amanda, we decided that we were going to take our kids on a Christmas road trip. We've had the most fun. We've had road trip problems, hotel antics. We forget things when we get down there. We try to coordinate outfits for Christmas. I mean, we just try to make it a festive time for our kids to remember. And our kids are friends. And so I think that's one of the great things as you become an adult and as you become a parent that you hope, well, you you kind of force your kids to be friends with your friends' friends. Um, But it's that great camaraderie. And if you have a true friendship that you foster and that you cultivate and your kids see you do that, it, it really teaches them that it's important to have friends. You know, and there's nothing more fun, like when you're on those family trips and it's Christmas and so forth, than just reacting some rock and roll scenes, man. Like you're on like the 10th floor of the Holiday Inn in Ponca City, Oklahoma, man, and you just toss that TV, stuff like that? No. Oh, no. no I don't know that we're tossing TVs. But I will tell you that um, when you talk about rock and roll, my favorite all-time Christmas song of all time, Native Oklahoman. And I'm not talking Garth Brooks. I'm talking Glenda Peavy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. If you're not blaring that at the top of your lungs during a road trip at Christmas, you are not a human being. Let me tell you, that song ranks right up there with the ringing of the bells and some other great classics. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling it's a you, classic. But, you know, one that I love the most, though, is uh, I saw Grandma kissing Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that song I really like. And then I also like uh, Rudolph the Redneck Reindeer. Have you ever heard that one? <laughs> okay, I've never heard that song. Oh, it's a classic. Redneck Reindeer? Yeah, oh, Redneck. Yeah, he, he, Rudy gets in trouble a lot. Well, uh, <laughs> let me just tell you, if there are deer like this running around now, we're in a lot of trouble at Christmas. Okay, I'm going to have to download that song. Yeah, but you know, friends to me also are the, the times of year that you know we forget. We shake hands, we're busy, we may share a cup of coffee with them during the year. But this is the time of year that I want to stop just for a moment and maybe even write that card. You know, I told you in some earlier episodes, I'm a card writer, you Me know, and, too. and maybe want to put in there something special. And, you know, we're guys and a lot of times the, the men are afraid to show some vulnerable side of themselves. And and I will tell you, I've gone up. I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm 6'2", 240. You know, I'm, I'm a crossfitter, muscled up. You can mm-hmm. probably tall, dark, handsome kind of guy. And uh, what I did is I just go up and I just hug my friends. They look at me at first really kind of funny and then they hug you back. But it's kind of like, is he doing this for real? Is he going to punch me or what? But it's that time of year that I really want them to know. And fully understand that that they are important in my life. And that's the that's the greatest thing about reminding people. I, I think we tend to, especially this time of year, we tend to get downtrodden in all the things that we feel like we have to check off the list. The parties, the gift buying, the caroling, the, you know, uh, different things that we have to do and just stopping and reminding our friends that, hey, I love you. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of caroling, do you guys ever go caroling now for Christmas with your friends? We do go caroling, but it's more about the kids doing the singing and we're doing the supervising. Well, I got to tell you, so uh, the last time I got to go caroling was with our youth group at church years and years ago. And, and oh, it was cold that winter. And uh, we went to different homes throughout the city and we'd ring the doorbell and we'd step back, get in formation. And uh, someone would blow a pitch pipe and, and then we'd start singing. But then the choir director looked at me and she said, you know, it's good for you probably just to lip sync. What does that really mean? 
It means that, you know, they say that they're, the Lord says every noise is a joyful noise, but I that that's probably a... They don't want you to really sing. He, he's probably not listening to some of my singing. But anyway, friends are important. So we've got family. We've got friends. What else uh, would you say of those three items I mentioned is important? I would definitely say that your your fellow man is important. That critical. Yeah. I, I think that if you don't belong to a community of people where you look outside of yourself and, and your inner circle. I mean, it's really easy to, you know, surround yourself with your family and your friends, but I really think it's important that you remember you are part of something bigger. We're part of a community. We're part of a state. We're part of a, a nation. And I can't help but think that this is a time of year where it's really important to remember your fellow man. You know, I've been fortunate throughout my career. I have traveled literally the globe, mostly in Europe and and North America, but I have traveled to places. And one thing I've noticed, Lori, about my fellow man is that we have so much in common uh, that we both have parents mm-hmm. in most cases, right? For sure. Unless there's a test tube, baby, I'm not aware. But we both have parents. But the other thing we have in common is I think all of us seek to have a peaceful existence on a planet working and coordinating with others so that we can have that kind of world we all desire. You know, live a life by design globally, if you will. Well, and I think it's important to remember that, especially at this time of year, some of those things that we struggle with during the year where we work or what we do or what we work towards a common goal, we can set all that aside and accept everybody for who they are and love everybody for who they are because we're looking at this time of year for um, peace. We're looking for prosperity. We're looking for health for our everyone and just a sense of joy and an opportunity to be present in that moment where we just we do we slow down and and we are thankful to have that because a lot of times you know there are people that don't have that same mindset and if you have the opportunity to to have better fortune than others it's definitely fulfilling to give that away it's better to give than to receive you bet let me tell you a little story if you don't mind so I'm, I'm seeing Santa Claus with the children. Dean and I have taken them. They sat on Santa's lap. And, and when they were even infants and couldn't even utter a word of what they wanted, they just looked so doggone cute sitting there with Santa. And so I, as you know, I'm very shy. No. I would Yes, I would. The introvert of me would just be subsided, and I would just leap with joy up on Santa's lap as you'd hear a loud, <laughs> like that, but... <laughs> You know, he, he was We're okay. getting back to that Yeah, he, and his eyes kind of crossed there for a moment. But anyway, he would settle in, and I sat on his lap for just a moment, and I asked for the same gift for 21 years in a row. And and i got to be honest with you, I've yet to receive that wonderful gift. Would you like to know what it is? Absolutely. For 21 years? You know, and it's not because, folks, if you're listening, it's not because I wasn't good. It's just I gave Santa a really big challenge. And and in our careers, you know, I love challenges because it makes me a better person. It, it makes me a better wealth manager manager for my, my clients. It makes me a better advisor, a better leader for my team. But this may have been one outside the jolly old man's expertise just a little bit. Here's what I ask for. I simply ask for 21 years in a row for only 24 hours of peace on the entire earth and every child on the planet have warm clothes, a hot meal, and a safe place to sleep for one night. That's an incredible wish. 
I'm hoping this year could be the year. This year's your year. I'm hoping I it is. I think you've been extra good, and I think it's a good thing. What? What is that noise? What? What? It is so difficult. I'm sorry, Lord. It's so difficult to find a quiet place, even in a studio. Uh, excuse me just for a moment, Lori. Who could that be this early? Oh, look who it is, Lori. No way! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man, it's Santa, Santa. in the Santa. studio. Man, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. What did we do to deserve this honor? I got to tell you, this is incredible. Oh, and what it what what is that reindeer? What are you kidding me, reindeer? Oh, man, this is, this is awesome. I have so many questions for him. Oh, oh, I do too. Hey, you know, I need to get a camera here before this guy leaves because he's like really busy this time of year. Well, Jimmy, I uh, I've been getting reports on you. I've been getting reports for a long, 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 very long time now. And this year, something miraculous has happened, and I wanted to personally deliver to you a gift. Wow, a gift for me, Lord. Did you hear that? I have been good all year. Yeah, all year. I've been working so... Oh, man, this is it. Bring it on, Santa. This year, your wish is finally being granted. The gift of peace to all mankind on Christmas Day. Thank you, Santa. That would be wonderful. Well, Santa, I know you're busy. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, just having you here makes this so special. I thought it was great having Lori, but sorry, Lori, Santa's the big guy. Santa trumps me any day. Santa is the man. Santa, thank you so much for being here. Bye, Santa. Bye, Santa. Wow. Hey, Lori, I got goosebumps. Well, I'm just telling you, that was uh, Christmas of the ages. You know, I'm usually, whew, sorry, folks, I'm a little bit perplexed here. Uh, it's not every day the big man shows up. You know, and, and it's surprising. Yeah. You know, I, I, as producer of the show, I kind of thought I knew everything because I staged it. But, uh, hey, folks, I don't even know how he found us. Christmas uh, surprises. Oh, love this. Love this, man. So I will tell you, if that gift is delivered on Christmas Day, and I think it will be, Lori, because if we all want peace, we can find it. So the challenge this week, I'd like for you to make time to tell your family friends, and fellow man, that you appreciate them and wish them the merriest of Christmases. Okay, and one thing that we would like to add, I think this would be neat, maybe start a Christmas tradition. We want you to post your best Christmas photo on our Facebook page at Live a Life by Design. Wonderful. You know, Lori, friends like you really make this holiday just so special for me. So Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you, Jimmy, and I want to wish everybody a safe and happy and healthy holiday season. Hey, hey, Lori. Yeah? Can I open a gift now? No, are you kidding me? First, you've got to clean up this hay and this feed, and I'm not so sure what that is on the carpet over there. And then after that's all done, maybe we can talk about opening your gift. Oh, man, just like last year. Special thanks to this week's guest, Santa Claus. Also want to thank my special co-host, Lori Few. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your family and friends about it. Also, we'd be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. 
The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our recording engineer is Happy Design Company. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our interns are Alexandria and Brinley. Merry Christmas, everyone! everyone.